You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. The Leaving Today Podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to the Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 122. If you can't believe it, I can hardly believe it. And I've been here for all 122 of them. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Uh, the only other co-host tonight is sitting to the right of me. It is the trail mashup of himself, Udi. Hello, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, fine, fine sir. Kind sir. I almost said kind. I missed that, missed that neither, number. Neither of those. Neither. Okay. I resembled neither. Uh, tonight, it is Jess, Udi, and I. Uh, Jess is still on assignment, but she will be making a triumphant return next episode, I mm-hmm. think. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I what? spoke to the managing editor of her, yes. and uh, he assured me that she would be back. Oh, okay. Next one. Oh. Well, because, I mean, the next one is our would be our... Technically, our year end. Uh, probably, sort of, kind of. Yeah, it seems like strange, but yes, it will be our mm-hmm. year end. Yeah. So she's currently trying to restructure her contract with us, and that's where she's been. She's, I'm joking, dude. And I'm like, don't say that. I know, I know. Right? Her rider keeps on getting bigger, and I'm like, Jess, there's only so much we can do here. I know, so much we can do. I mean, foot warmer, masseuse. Gourmet cheeses. She's got this crazy writer. The wine. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. The wine. Um, I, I can't think of the other things. I'm like, I don't know. Korean beef ribs? Uh, no. Uh, no. The one that finally made me go like, I don't know. Hold on. The sushi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. She kept on saying, I want X amount of rolls, blah, 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 yep. from the specific place. Cannot be older than, I mean, it was like. It's ridiculous. If, if, and the one time we brought it and it was like five minutes past, however, mm. the time was, you're like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm like, ah, fine. Fine, fine. Yeah. But that is, that is where we're at with Jess. We're trying to be all cool about it, but no, it's all the writer. It's all, it's it's all with the lawyers right now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, typing courts. <laughs> Um, so tonight we are going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about Adventureland and the Royal Square a little bit. Yeah. And before that, we have the news and the question of the evening. We might do the randomizer. Maybe that, that's always fun. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so tonight's opening question, as we think about it, um, what will it take Udi and, and or Mark to go to Disneyland in its not open condition yet? Not fully open condition, because we've got Buena Vista Street open right now, and both of us are kind of going, yeah, that's cool, but... Not quite there yet. Not quite luring us down to Anaheim. It's about a six and a half hour drive as the crow flies for us. Um, for no, no, that's right. I must also say, we talk about prima donnas here. Jess has her sushi rider and wine. Udi, Udi, will, Udi will not go, go down to Anaheim anymore unless he's flown. This is how ridiculous it's become with LTP. And I don't mind driving. I've got a Prius. I don't care. Udi, be quiet. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> don't bring that up. Um, you don't. You never bring up a Prius in a polite company. Okay, that, okay. that's true. Okay, so uh, Udi and I have, you know, like I said, it's great that Buena Vista Street's open, Yep. but we're not lured down there yet. Not so quite. what is it going to take for us to go down there? While Udi contemplates that, um, if this is your first time listening, we're getting, some new, we're getting some new listeners. Thank you so much for doing this, for joining us. I think you'll find the water to be warm. We are a very lighthearted Disneyland podcast. We do take things seriously, but we try to approach it in a very lighthearted way. Uh, we bicker, we argue, just like any healthy family does. At the end of the day, we, we resolve stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, if you would like tonight, well, because tonight's show is sponsored by you, listeners, the Patreon people. If you would like to join us on the Patreon, you can go to leaventodaypodcast.com and click on the Patreon link. We've got $1, $3, and $5 tier. Also on Instagram, we have a link tree on there now. It has all of our links on there that's hence the link tree um patreon is also on there so be on the lookout for that if you so feel so inclined to do that mm-hmm. um think of it as a tip when you're ordering uh, your favorite coffee drink somewhere hey that barista really made my drink good i'll give him a couple bucks that's just just kick it down the can if you feel so inclined also feel feel free to leave us a, a review on apple itunes it helps it with the algorithm and also christmas is coming up you want to be the cool kid this year give an ltp shirt Sweatshirt, sticker pack, whatever. We have it all on mm-hmm. our merchandise tab. And also go to tpublic.com, type in Leave In Today Podcast, and you will find all your Christmas treats. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that is the opening question, is what is it going to take Udi and I and or I to go down? Because we could go separately. What what might have different reasons? So um, Downtown Disney is open right now. Limited capacity seating, um, limited stores, I guess. Uh, and Buena Vista Street is opened. And I've seen the videos of people. And uh, to me, it, it's good that mm-hmm. it's there. But for me to drive down there, it really all it is is just st- it's people standing on the street drinking coffee and drinks. And mm-hmm. kind of going, okay, th- th- this is cool. This is cool. I mean, if, if I lived within an hour, I would have already gone down there. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough yet for me to go down there. Woody, do you feel differently? Um, no. Okay. Um, it would take, um, if I had one. Um, one wish. Right now, if I went down now in its current uh, offering, uh-huh. uh, it would take the right group of people to go. Okay. That could maybe get me to go. Right Ooh. now, do you want to reveal your Disneyland squad right now? No. Okay. Um, I don't think because so. I, because I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, I don't. Do you, <laughs> well, uh, how many are in your squad, by the way? How many are in my squad? And you, listeners, you must understand. Um, Disney has. I mean, 
because we're an LTP, Udi has a big squad that he can always choose from. <laughs> he travels. There's a, he's he's got an entourage. So I don't know who makes the cut these days. Um, right now, my my squad would probably about anywhere from three to four people. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, no, but outside of that, it would be them opening up Main Street. Okay. If I can make it through. Um, the gate and go down Main Street. Mm-hmm. I'd go. So they they would keep Main Street pretty, pretty much like Buena Vista Street. So yep. they have a couple restaurants. They, they, so every hold every, on to where to the to the castle or to the hub. Uh, I would go hub and then let let the hub be open. Okay, so then so you, let the hub be open mm-hmm. to the castle where you can go and be in be at the foot of the castle. Okay, at the drawbridge and portcullis, the bridge and the portcullis. I think that would be pretty cool, and then kind of cut it off there where you oh. can't go quite into Fantasyland, but then have that there mm-hmm. because at least at that point you can go around and look down into Adventureland, look over into Frontierland, look into Fantasyland, look over to Tomorrowland. Mm. And I think that would make me kind of go like, ah. Okay. Yeah. And that would still allow you to have dinner reservations at Carnation Plaza Inn. Mm-hmm. And um, they don't take reservations at, um, at oh, my gosh. So it's been so long. The Jolly Holiday Bakery. But I mm-hmm. can see all the places would still be open for, for service. Mm-hmm. That, would, that would be fun. Okay. I am going to do that. That might be enough for me. That would be. I it might would be. be. Well, I know. It, oh, there's one, a couple of things I would want though. Train. I would want them to say, okay, we are gonna just have the train going. Right. Limited capacity. Every other car has occupants. Every other row has occupants. If that's what I mean, whatever it is, you yep. know, you wear your mask on the train or something. I don't know. But if they offered train rides around the park with no stops, we're not getting off. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, people might try to jump off, but I would hope they wouldn't. But no, I hope not. But I'm like, I had that mental like, that mental picture in my head. I'm like, how are people gonna do that? I'm like, wait, no, there are people that may actually do that. Yeah, in grad night in the we do not sixties, a kid jumped and turned to jump in between the people movers. Yeah, and yeah, people and Dalton he Price didn't make it. He out. did not make it out of the park. No. Uh, anyways, um, if they could somehow have scheduled, you know trips around the park that might be enough for me to go down there well i think i think that if we had the right crew Mm -hmm. even without that you would go i might yeah i might do that yeah i think that'd be fine yep oh and they got they got open trader sam's it though yeah yeah that would be great that'd be great i would love that that would be like and done and done yeah and done yep okay so that's tonight's opening question. Good times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so with that, let's go to the news. You, listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. All right, the news. Our crack reporters are out hard this week digging up the latest news of Disneyland. Uh, here we are in the, gosh, end of the fourth quarter? What, are, what are we, you know, Disney does, I think I mistakenly said the quarter's wrong last time because uh, I think they're on a different track than most places, and it could be on first quarter. 
already? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, to make a long story short, Daisyland is closed. So whenever you're listening to the show, uh, Daisyland is still closed. Oh, closed for nine months already? <laughs> yeah? Yep. Um, and uh, so this is uh, the fall of 2020. So that's what's going on with the news. Um, first news item is when will Disney bring back inter- will bring entertainment back to life at Disney Parks? When we heard that all cast members from the Festival of Lion King at Disney's Animal Kingdom to Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom were leaving Disney World, heartbreaking qu- quickly sank in. And that's not even talking about the West Coast losses, such as mm-hmm. Frozen Live at the Hyperion Theater at Disney California Adventure, um, and also Mickey the Magical Bat. Yep. Um, so guests are not happy with this loss, and Disney Parks, ch- uh, Parks Chairman Josh Giamaro has now left us with a glimmer of hope. The Orlando Sentinel quoted Josh from a 2020 IPA conference where he stated, we have heard from many of our guests that they are looking forward to just bringing back some of the entertainment that we recently had to d- discontinue. And we plan to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Well, you have to. You have to do that. Um, I, I think um, one of the many, many, many yeah. things that differentiate Disneyland and Disney... Um, Parks in general would be that uh, attention to having live entertainment. I mean, other other amusement parks will do live entertainment, but when you look at how Disney has always handled that, mm-hmm. and they can, and I think you know it is part of the legacy of that park and of the um, company would be to have that, and in a grand fashion, not you know. Uh, side stage over here or whatever or an occasional artist coming through whatever it could be uh or kind of a thrown together show when you look at disney and disneyland as a whole think about how many different live events are going on live entertainment that are continuously going on in that park a lot it's it's a lot a lot yeah so the fact that they have that and if they do eliminate that um, would be another, um, how can I put it? It would be another knock on the park and drag it down to normal, see, and, oh. and, and take the, the sheen off of it to mm-hmm. an extent. So, yeah, uh, if they continue in their legacy, which I, I don't see why they wouldn't um, outside of this COVID nightmare, um, then... They have to bring it back. It, it is Disney, in my mind. Even though I don't hardly ever go to any of them. No. Not my cup of tea, but no. I also understand what it is. You know, it, yeah. does, it does play an important role. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, lots of people love the parades and the live music, uh, the live musical shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, oh, no. you're even talking about Fantasmic stuff, too. Oh, yeah. And that's great. I mean, great show. Yeah. I watched it, and I, I got forced to uh, sit down and watch it. Oh, I th- uh, would you be forced to watch it now? Um, I don't know if forced would be the right word. I think it would take a little bit of an arm twist, but like, hey, we're all going to do it. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I yeah. think Fantasmic's great. Um, no. It's, yeah. I wonder, though, have you been in Galaxy's Edge when that Fantasmic's been going on? Mm. I wonder how much if you can hear it. No. Okay. I have not. Well, you know what? I will tell you. I. You know what? I probably have now okay. that I'm thinking about it because I'm thinking about the times I've been in, in Galaxy's Edge. Um, how late I've been in that. 
part of the park very late. Okay. And, yeah, I think I've been there, and I don't recall hearing anything. But I could be wrong. My memory, I wasn't thinking about it. Right, so I yeah. wasn't looking for it. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, that needs to come back, and it will come back. It may not be early on in 2021, but I bet it's going to take until 2022 for... for Things to get back. There's um, gonna be some growing, some growing pains. Well, yeah. you know, here, here is my my quiet, actually not so quiet wish uh, that we get back to normalcy pretty quick. Um, I'm hoping, and I could be, you know, wish, wish on a prayer, but I'm hoping here, um, coming into the first couple months of 2021. Mm-hmm. That we will have a um, noticeable shift in how the world is dealing with uh, COVID and how the park is and how government agencies and the whole kit and caboodle, everybody yeah, is dealing with it. Because at that point, we'll be coming up on a year of all of this. And I think um, for a number of factors, both on a legal front and on a purely human front, if I can put it that way. Yeah. Things I feel are going to be changing. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, but I think, so I, 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 you know, my, again, my quiet wish and is that it won't take till 2021 for the park to be like, okay, we're back. Um, and um, I hope, I hope. And we're talking like capacity back, mm. people back entertainment back getting the park back and i think it would be who <laughs> disneyland um the i mean the millisecond that they can increase everything that they do it because at oh, that will. point yeah i mean you know i go i go back to real quick to what happened uh when they had to close down uh in um japan wait Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. When, because of tsunami, hurricane, and all that. Mm -hmm. And remember watching Mm -hmm. that where people were begging to come back. And when they came back, they were worried about attendance and whatnot. And they, people were coming back in droves. Sure. Yeah. I have a feeling that that isn't a necessarily a cultural thing as far as that. I think it is a human thing. It's a human thing. Um, The human part of it being we look for things that will give us a, break from reality we've talked about before and giving us a sense of normalcy and i think for any disney fan of the park that not having that has been a huge whether you think about it or not has been a huge knock to what we call normal right for us and i have noticed that big time like my my fuse is a bit shorter um things you know in life are come up and i had that escape of the park like i mean again how many times how many trips did i make last year i mean well i don't know five five or six yeah. and then a week, the year before extended I, trips too not just one yeah, day trips yeah yeah and the year before i made three um and the year before that i think i made two mm. um so when you look at that um now it to zero i mean not only zero but we had i've had i had to uh cancel what three different Three different trips at the minimum that we already that I already had like okay we're yeah. going here here we had here the major one too 
Yeah. And and um, so now, I mean, we would have been planning our next round of trips through the holidays. I mean, we would have been like, I know we would have been there at least once already, if not twice. I would have gone in the fall. And yeah. That was one of my plans to yeah. get the girls in the fall uh, yeah. this year. Uh, so. Yeah. So I, 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 I hope, again, I hope that they will, it won't take the entire um, year of 2021 to get back to a point where we can enjoy the park the way it was intended. And, yes. you know, part of me is like, the partitions they have up, all that kind of thing, I think those are going to linger for a while. They might, but once the vaccines start rolling out, you're gonna, yeah. they're going to start easing up. Yeah, I yeah. think when you have that, it's going to be like, hey, there's no real reason for any of this anymore. No. Um, and I think, again, I hope one of the things that, well, one of the things that make, again, the park um, so special for us is that ability to connect on a human level. Mm-hmm. And it is very, very difficult to do that with a piece of plexiglass in, in between us yeah. or a face mask in between, you know, hiding half of our face. Um, all of that. I mean, I I went through work and there was a guy, we we're coming on the work job site and he was talking. And I go, wait, where, where have you worked before? Because of my trade, we will mix and match when people come in and come out. Yeah. He goes, dude, I work with you over there. I'm like... But he's wearing a mask. I go, who are you? I'm all, I, dude, I can't see with your mask. He pulls his mask. I'm like, oh, hey, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if, if there's a guy that I worked with for a few weeks together and I couldn't even recognize him <laughs> oh, yeah. because he had a mask on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is difficult. But I, again, that's what I'm hoping that with that, they have that in mind with him saying that. It's like, hey, we know it. We hear it. And as soon as we can, we're going to bring it. Yeah. Yep. And that'll be a good time. And we can, we'll not wait for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So on to the next cheery topic. Disneyland <laughs> Resort will not sell handmade candy canes this year due to health and safety restrictions. Due to COVID-19 restriction, Disneyland Resort will not be serving their famous handmade candy canes this year. The candy canes are usually sold for $15 at Candy Palace at Dis- in Disneyland Park and Charlie Treats in DCA. The, t- the tradition would run from Thanksgiving week through Christmas Day. The 18-inch candy canes are so popular that wristbands are in long lines have been part of the experience in recent years. Yeah, that's another tradition that they're going ri- to get, get rid of this year, although I don't see why they're do- not doing that. My point, you beat me to it. I'm like, why? What's the point? Yeah, yeah if, if you do it with the um, guidelines in place, so you can do a band, you... Yeah. Keep people apart. You make sure they're wearing a mask. Why can't you? Yeah, and said candy canes are, I believe, individually wrapped, or, yeah. or they could be. They but, are. Okay, I've never seen one of these things. Yeah. I wouldn't, but I mean. And they could, even if they aren't, but I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, because I've only seen it one time in person, and I'm, I think they are. Anyway, okay. but but even if they aren't, they can be. Absolutely they can be, yeah. And they're warm, so, and you know, they're not, their they're standard food, is, uh, food preparation is going to negate any yeah. chance of spread there automatically. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, why wouldn't they? But Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Whatever. I, but, you know, okay, okay. I mean, what what are you going to do? Um, I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm kind of like, like you. Why? Why? Right. I mean, that, that could be something that people could totally look forward to doing yeah. and, and 
yeah. and, and hold on to a bit of the uh, tradition, even though it isn't anything that you and I have ever done or I don't think I ever no. plan to do. No. I have, like, if somebody says, hey, I want to go stand in line for the candy can, I'd be like, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll go, but it ain't for me. No, I don't even like candy canes. Yeah, me either. I mean, I... As a rule, I'm like, whatever. But you know, Jay Jay likes these. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, do it, I would do it for Jay. Yeah. If he I, goes, hey, come hang out in the line. I'm like, okay, well, we do, we do that at the park anyway. Yes. So why not? Yes. And new listeners, uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, go check out older shows. We have Jay Bratton on for the food. Yep. Um, love that guy. Yep. All right. Um, next story. This is good. Another another gloom, doom and gloom continue. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not doom and gloom. Maybe I spoke too soon. Who knows? <laughs> Josh Diarmurosh states that there will be more inclusion, and that's air quotes, inclusion projects for Disney parks, starting with Splash Mountain retheming. Josh Diarmurosh, we know who he is, mm-hmm. stated during uh, the IPA Expo that there will be more to come for the new fifth key. I don't, I don't know what that is. Inclusion. Oh, fifth key inclusion in the parks. Inclusion was introduced as the fifth key of cast member training in September. The four pre-existing keys are safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. So now it's safety, mm. courtesy, show, efficiency, and inclusion. Apparently. Yeah. The inclusion announcement came a few months after it was announced both um, Disney World and Disneyland would be retheming Splash Mountain to the Princess and the Frog. Um, sorry, French Canadians out there. <laughs> uh, anyways, Diamaro says that they are speeding up work on inclus- inclusivity. Inclusivity. What's, I can't. I, mean, I have the wrong nuance for that word. Inclusivity. Inclusivity. Yep, okay, you got it. Projects such as this one. This represents transformative cultural change. Diamaro said in regards to upcoming changes and projects. Udi, I'm sure you're delighted. <sighs> well, again, everything. If they're gonna do it, make it. How can I put it? Um, okay, I, I, so l- l- let me go to um, Princess and the Frog with Splash Mountain. Now, while I sorry French Canadians, <laughs> I'm not. Um, while I personally don't find anything wrong with that attraction, um, the people who have had issue with the attraction. Again, I made the uh, the statement, and I will, and I believe it. You're looking. Oh. I think you're looking because no one ties that to that anymore. No. Okay. Nobody like like I said. I, I brought it up with my 19 uh, year old niece. I'm like, hey, Splash Mountain. Yeah. Like that ride. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, you know the characters. Yeah. They're tied to that. Oh. And people want to get rid of it. Why? Because they think it's racist. What? So when you talk to, like, I, I feel like the average park goer, they're going to be like, I don't, they don't make that connection. And Which is interesting. Yeah. And, and so to me, I'm like, okay, well, I don't see the need for it. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, we had that talk. We already had that as a topic about the change. And I think both Jess and myself kind of went with, well, you know what? If they do it right, sure, it'll be fine, and it'll actually be fine. and it'll yeah. match up pretty good. With, yes, um, with what is going on, yes. and and we already and then we already uh, after we had that that we recorded that show, I went home and rewatched Princess and the Frog. I did too, and then I'm like, okay, I can see they can put that there, that yeah. there. Okay, cool. So, to me again is going to be like whatever their project is going to be for the fifth key. 
do it do it in in a way that is um good good as far as a storytelling aspect like the the one that that i think they did poorly would be red i think they they did that one and i think that one to me i'm like you guys i disagree with the whole reason and rationale for changing it i i just don't i don't agree you're you're trying to to homogenize it to an extent okay obviously you did it and to me i'm like her voice is annoying they changed her face and then the character now the whole scene scene feels a little bit off now overall the attraction i will always love and no matter what but that one part, I'm like, well, okay. It, it isn't bad, but it isn't good either. Mm-hmm. So that is my only fear. Like, I get the message you're trying to convey, mm-hmm. but do it do it in a way that it, it is good. Like, you know, so whatever their plan is, I, I don't know where they're going to go to next. Well, I have I, no I idea. I do not want to speculate tonight on that. Yeah, because I don't know. And again, looking at the park, I'm going to go through it and go, uh, where? Well, you know. Well, you can guess where. There's there's many where's they can go. But <sighs> the but, only place I can see is Frontierland and the Frontierland, and, and I hope Jungle Cruise. Well, you know, you know, these are coming up. I don't yeah. want to speculate on what's going on. But my take is very close to yours. Um, but if you want to improve or enhance an attraction because the new technology comes out that might make this more uh, appealing to people, to might push the story further, go for it. But if you're just doing it to be more inclusive, I think that's kind of mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a weak argument to me. I, I agree. It's, I agree. It's a, I mean, and I would say this if I'm sitting around, you know, uh, imagineering, brain, brainstorming, blue sky session going, we're doing this. Does it make the story better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it, Is there some new technology out there that's going to make the attraction more enjoyable for people? Um, if no, if not, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I, again, you're right. I, I think the improvement of the story is the key aspect for it. Yeah. If you're go- if you're doing it to um, appease a person who's annoyed by it, right? Then I think you're coming at it from a wrong angle. And I really, really yeah. would hope that that isn't the approach that they're taking. Okay, we're gonna do it, and and it doesn't sound like it, but you have that moment of like hesitation, like, okay, like, okay. Imagineering and all of them have always, in my opinion, done a very good job at whatever they do. They that yeah. is what they do. Yeah. Again, my only thing is, I think the the retheme of Splash Mountain is probably gonna go off pretty pretty well. And oh, we, it's gonna look great. And and, I'm, yeah. and and you know now that I you know I'm looking at even though again I didn't agree with it I, or I didn't I don't think it's necessary. They're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be great. And I'm. It's actually going to get me back on that, on that attraction right. that I hardly ever go on. True. True. Um. So you know, again, looking at it like, but there are things like Jungle Cruise or maybe it's a small world. Small world. All, yeah. all these yeah. kind of things. I'm like, you know, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. All all those kind of things. I'm like, okay. In- Inclusive doesn't mean... I I get worried because some people, when they say inclusive, I I feel like they mean um, homogenizing everything and like Uh, blending everything into one blob. And I'm like, Uh then we lose our individualism. 
So Damn. like when you, when you look at like look at Enchanted Walt Disney Enchanted Tea Room is perfect. Some people may find offense when you have the German accent or the Mexican or the Spanish accent. You have yeah. these different accents coming through, and they go, "Oh, look at they're they're being blah blah." I'm like, but no, they're the individual, and they speak that way. Coming from a family where my parents both have an accent, and my entire my all my aunts have an accent. My uncle, my grandparents had an accent. They all have an accent, mm-hmm. and I never once went like. And if anybody was talking to accent, go, "Oh, you're being offensive to me," or "I'm not being inclusive." I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's how they talk." Yeah. So that is my only, my always fear when when I hear that word. I'm like, okay, I get it, but don't lose that uniqueness. That is my only fear that some people they fight. They they think by them being more inclusive. Mm-hmm. And making everybody the same, I'm like, but then, then you're not really being inclusive. You're, right. You're, you're not really. That isn't the, the the core goal, in my my opinion, of being inclusive is to find people, acknowledge the difference between people, yeah. and then make it no big deal. Yeah. You know, and then be like, okay, I don't care if you're X Y Z. Then then we're all. It doesn't matter. We're all here together. And we're, we're having all fun. We're all together and. Every attraction at Disneyland should be viewed as no big deal. It is mindless entertainment. Yep. It's escapism. Yep. And the bottom line is if you are relying if you are relying on a Disney attraction to tell your kids about a story or something from I I don't know what I don't know what to say about that. It's it's all puzzling to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get derailed with this topic, but yep. I, I guess we will see how it turns out. Um, yeah. I am I am definitely looking forward yeah. to Disney's Princess and the Frog yeah. being. I mean, I think it's going to look great, yeah. especially at night. Um, I say that a lot in the show, and I just think because things look better at night at the park. Um, yeah, and we shall see how it turns out. Yeah, and and like I said, we'll, we'll figure. I mean, they will announce as they go along, and everyone that. They're going that they're going to work on will be uh, I will take as an individual on an individual yep. basis. Like yep. I said, pirates. I'm like no. Splash Mountain. I'm like yeah. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. And and when the Jones when the Jones cruise gets lined up for this, believe me, we will talk about it. And, we are. And and I'm I'm not going to be you know. <laughs> I think I think that is going to get the blood boiling. Oh, and, it will. And, and it, I'm already upset. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel like I, need to, I feel like I need to prime everybody. Remember, it, it's not a question of not being inclusive. It's a question about touching the classic. Yes. When people mess with classics, you get, people get a little antsy. A little antsy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's the next story here. We're gonna um, mosey on. Mosey on from that. We're screwed around this. You know we don't. Okay. <laughs> this is the last topic for the. New, oh wait a minute. No, second to last. Um. So Christmas decorations appear at downtown Disney District and Buena Vista Street. Happy, happy. These Good. are great. Um, those of you who've gone down there, um, eh, let us know what you think of it in real life. I've only seen pictures and videos, and I'm just so happy they're doing this. It's these little things that you take for granted. Um, mm-hmm. You just, you know, years gone by, you'd walk down Buena Vista Street yeah. or downtown Disney and go, yeah, right, there's a wreath. You don't even care. Mm-mm. Now it's these little things that go, oh my gosh, look at the garland. Look at mm-hmm. how cool this tree is with yep. these different blues and silvers. Yep. And yeah. So I'm so stoked they're doing this. Um, keep pouring those in and keep doing the stuff. Yeah. Uh, very, 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 very important to not lose the traditional aspects of the holiday. Yes, absolutely not. Yep. Not. Okay, next story. Update on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland. 
Thanks to new construction photo, a new one, we can see there's still plenty of work to be done on, Dis on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland Park. Um, the attraction's first steel beam was laid in September. Oh, hold up a second. I lost my page. Sorry. Yep. In yeah. September. In September, uh, at which point it was also announced that it would not be opening until 2023. We can now see that the bare bones of a building with scaffolding. Mm -hmm. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disneyland is one of Disney Park's priority projects, along with Adventures Campus, the Disney and Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World. Um, so this means, listeners, uh, this might uh, supersede our previous story um, with inclusive stuff at Splash Mountain. I don't see them going anywhere near Splash Mountain for a few years with this. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, again, I don't know how, how much of an advantage they have been taking with the fact that they're not open. Mm -hmm. uh, again, me working in what I would call what is known as a critical infrastructure, my, my job, um, we don't, we haven't stopped working. But that's great. Yeah, and, and I recognize I'm a very, very lucky, lucky individual uh, to have had that happen. And um, so, again, I would I would hope, and I think I said it on an episode, that they would be taking advantage of that, not having to worry about scheduling and worried about show. They can just go. They can just go and do whatever improvement whatever building uh, redo on an exterior everything mm -hmm. um i think that would be amazing that they would be taking advantage of you know this negative yeah, sure sure um but i don't know um uh, and and maybe they are maybe i mean because in my mind i'm like look we know the re-theme for splash is coming Yes. What if they're doing it right now? What if they're doing it right now? I mean, you can drain the entire thing and do no, everything. They could right. be, yeah. And how? How? I, I, I think it'd be cool if they go, "Hey, we're gonna open." You know, here's our date. Mm -hmm. Blah 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 blah. And as a surprise, boom, that retheme is done. Oh, I think that'd be great. Yeah, and and I think there are like right now with Adventures Campus, we know that's gonna be ready to go. We do, yeah. Or we, we have a pretty good feeling it will be by the time they open. So there you go. So if you can have a drop to both parks, how cool would that be? Oh, yeah. Like, I would be happy. I mean, I'd be like, okay, you know, I, I already know that I want to go. But if you add that extra cherry, like, we retheme that, that attraction, mm -hmm. like, splash. And now, uh, you know, it could be dead of winter and be like, well, I, I guess I'm going to be needing to get warm clothes when I'm done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I would make that that like, okay, I'm going to go do that. I'd go do it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But anyway, so this is Mickey's Runaway, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, uh, see, I cannot say it so, so fast. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, <laughs> runaway Railway. railway. <laughs> um, again, this this will draw me over to Toontown, of course, and Udi as well. No. Nope. Yes, it will. Yeah. Uh, I think this is, I think this is going to be great. Um, a great dark ride. It actually, one for the kids, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. uh, but still a cool experience to go and do. Um, They'll get one out of me. Probably one or two for me. No. Uh, you know, I still try to manage Winnie the Pooh, Mini Bishes, Winnie the Pooh, once one trip when I'm down there, even though I, it's not my favorite thing. I still think it's kind of cool mm. being there, like, just so I can see the old um, Country Bear Jamboree. Mm -hmm. 
stuff out there in mm-hmm. there. Um, so, but this is great. I'm I'm glad they're doing it. Um, shoot, I was gonna say something about something that I saw. Um, oh, it was a, a news. I was searching for news that says something like Disney AP holders get first crack at Avengers, and I saw that was a headline. I go, wait a minute, are we going to get like a preview? And I, I clicked on the link and it was Disney AP AP holders get first crack at Disney uh, at um, Avengers Campus merchandise. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? So we get the first sh- shot of spending money. That's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I thought they were going to say we get a special preview of Avengers mm-hmm. Campus. And I was like, okay, that would be awesome. To go. Yep. I would, yeah, I would go down next week. I'd go down tonight mm. and go check that out. Ooh. Yeah, you would. You would, I would too. I would because that looks. That's our next and our final story of the night. Uh, first look at ride vehicle for Spider-Man Web Slingers attraction at Disney California Adventure and Walt Disney Studio Paris. Um, we saw this last year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I guess it's confirmed. Well, we we had that um, kind of that schematic for it. Yeah, and the picture I'm looking at here is more of a concept art. Yep, you did. The, you they have those spider bots. Uh, well, you can buy those now. I saw. Yeah. So, ooh, you would want a spider bot, maybe. I'm not a big Spider-Man guy. Um, okay. That would be my... I, I, I like the character a lot. Uh, that would be my brother, though. Oh, okay. My brother's a big Spider-Man guy. Okay. Well, maybe he would buy one when he goes. He may. Uh, uh, during an open house at Web, the aspiring inventors are excited to invite you for a test drive of their latest invention, the Web Slinger vehicle, which allows you to sling webs just like Sp- Spider-Man. The attraction gives you a taste of what it's like to have actual superpowers as you help Spider-Man collect Spider-Bots that run amok. Um, last August of 2019, you saw concept art for that, and the new fully built ones uh, pretty much looked like the ones that were in the, co- in the artist concept. Um, good, great. Mm-hmm. I will look. I as I, I don't want to contradict myself um, because I'm. If everything was normal in a situation, yeah, I'd go check it out. Not be all crazy about it, but I'd go check it out. But now, since we've had nothing, now I feel really excited about it. <laughs> um, so that is what's going on with the news. Yeah, concept mm-hmm. art, Mickey's Runaway, Mickey the Minis Runaway Railway, Christmas decorations, inclusive designs coming, uh, themed entertainment will be coming back. Yeah, that is that. Yeah, I do. I do have one oh, other other news item. Um, what's that? The child has a name. Oh, we we cannot delve that deal into Mandalorian show because uh, no, I, has a I, I do have a whole other podcast, but devoted to that. I I do. Yeah. I do feel like it is a big enough item because of how Disney's treated the child. He does have a name, so I will give you the spoiler warning because by the time this oh, comes yeah. out, it yeah. would have been out. Over a week. Yeah. If you haven't watched the episode called The Jedi, mm-hmm. then fast forward about a couple minutes. The child has a name. About 13 minutes into it. Yeah, roughly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very happy. I'm glad that he has a name. I'm glad that um, the name is what it is. And I'm very happy that they... How they presented the name. All of it was great. Um, okay, so spoiler warning right now. Five, four, three. 
Okay, you've been warned. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. The child's name mm-hmm. is Grogu. 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 I like it. I like it. I think it's great. I think it fits in very well with the everything that's going on. Um, so, if you like it or don't, let us know somewhere in here. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, if not, you can hop over to the Manda show and chime in over there too. But yeah. Um, yeah, Grogu. The Grogu. Grogu. I want a shirt that says Grogu. So it's like I am Grogu. I'm Grogu. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, um, that was very cool, and I'm very happy, and, and uh, I can't wait to uh, see where we go. But anyway. Yeah, I can't. I can't uh, wait. Either. I mean, that, I think that was a big enough news thing. Oh, that's massive news. Everything <laughs> that everything the Mandalorian is massive. Right now, yeah. I just wish that they would incorporate Black Spar Outpost somewhere. No? Um the, doesn't the timeline fit? Yeah, yeah. Um I, they may. Yeah, I mean the park's been empty for eight months. They could have uh, filmed something in yeah, there. Yeah, no, right, by now. Um they could have stopped in for like a Ronto wrap or something <laughs> and then left. You know the thing is when you when you watch the program. They don't need to go to the park to to film anything. Oh, I know that. I yeah, know they that. can they can put in the volume. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, who knows? We may get it. We may get it. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised at all if they went. Hey, we got Black Spire over here, and they're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But anyway, go. Yeah. yes. So the so Grogu, awesome. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna end the news for tonight, but. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do the randomizer just because we're crazy like that. <laughs> just gonna throw throw this in, and I've got all fifty-two attractions. I knew so I was missing Monsters Inc. last time, uh, so that is into the mix. So what I do is I randomize all fifty-two, and the top three that come up, uh, we keep one, we remove one, and we improve one. We have to name the improvement. Mm-hmm. Sound fair? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the randomizer music. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> top three attractions. <laughs> Tarzan's Treehouse, mm-hmm. Grizzly River Run, mm-hmm. Soaring Around the World. Mm. So this is strange. You have two DCA attractions and one Disneyland Classic. Okay. Okay. I know you? mine. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Grizzly River Run. Yeah. Leave it alone. Leave. Ooh. Leave it alone. Okay. Soaring over the world. I've made this comment before. Yeah. The improvement they can have would be very doing a very varying between California and the world. Okay. That way, when you go in, mm-hmm. you don't know if it's going to be soaring over California yes. or soaring over the world. I, I think it would like be that. fun. It I would like add a, a thing of like, ooh, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? Or what about if they have two theaters running two separate shows? That no. Okay. Okay. It's no, just... make it a randomizer in the one. That way you can't figure because then you can be like, okay, if I'm over here, I'm gonna get this one. If I'm over here, I'm gonna get that one. No, I want it to be where you're going into whatever, whatever mm. bay you're gonna go into, and like, I don't know what I'm gonna get. Okay. Like kind of what they do with uh, Star Tours. You yeah. don't know what you're gonna get. Yes. That would be more fun to me. Okay. If they did that. That is definitely an improvement because overall the ride, the 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 the. The attraction itself is pretty damn good. Oh yeah, yeah. And then get rid of the treehouse, and Ooh. and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even get rid of it in the sense of like tear it down, but I'd be like, okay, close it off. 
Leave it yeah. up there. Because, again, it, that thing looks great at night. Yep. Oh, my gosh. How many times have you just walked through there underneath it at night trying to get to point A and B, and that thing's just full-on lit up? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's jungle music, and, yeah. and you're... Like I said, they, they could yeah they could make it where you don't go up anymore. Okay, I'd be like oh bummer, and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Shoot, those, a, that that is how I would do it. There's only a 25 minute wait for Indy and a five minute wait for Jungle Cruise. What do you do? Go to Jungle Cruise. A 25 minute wait for Indy and or five minute. Ooh, that's tough, right? No, I would go to Indy because. Ooh. Because if, if you get off Indy now, you have a chance of losing that five minute wait for Jungle Cruise. Mm. It's tough, huh? Indy, and only because Indy has a more of a, a um, record of it being a long standby. True, true. Okay. Jungle Cruise, I think the longest standby I've ever been in is 30. Have you gone upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Well, actually, I it, good and bad. Uh, I love being seeing that view of Adventureland. Oh, yeah. But I hate the, the switchbacks. I'm like, God, we're never going to end. <laughs> but you get a really cool view of stuff. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. You, when you're up on that second level, yep. I love the view from Heck up yeah. there. yeah. That's where they should have a, a dinner package up there. I would pay for that. That would be very cool. Ooh, yeah. Very, very uh, cool. So we see, we listeners, we get off topic here. We <laughs> meet Smith the Park. So Rudy okay. wants to keep uh, Grizzly River Run. He wants to improve Soaring Over the World, or around the world, and get rid of Tarzan's Treehouse. Mm-hmm. Not remove it, but close it down. Okay. I will second that that, that for Tarzan's Treehouse. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will remove it, but not physically, because it, I think it's part of the heritage there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, because I just think it looks great at night, but you don't mm-hmm. need to run around in there. Um, but and I and you can't run run around there at night anyway, don't they? I think they close it off at dusk yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would keep soaring around the world as it is. You're out of your mind. Because I think it's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about oh well, I want to change it because they want to enhance the digital stuff. They'll do that anyway. So yeah. you just keep that there. It's a fun. It's a great experience. And I would improve the Grizzly River Run. Wow. Uh, and I'm going to borrow a page from Sam Carter on this. Um, and you need to immediately, Disney, incorporate those darned country bears into Grizzly River Run. <laughs> have them in the cave. Have them mm-hmm. causing mischief on the side. Mm-hmm. Have them fake plunge, you know, splashing water on you, pushing the lever down, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And just incorporate those characters back into the Grizzly River Run or back, back into the Disney parks. Because um, you see them walking around. People don't know who they are. They should know who those guys are. Mm-hmm. And they need to be on Grizzly River Run. Uh, they are at home there. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're they're flipping bears, and man, they love that stuff. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Bring those guys back in there. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love I love this little randomizer. It's so fun for me <laughs> to do this. Gosh, if we did one more, we're not gonna do it. But here's what the next three would have been. Oh, we can't even do it. We can't even do it. Cannot do it. Okay. What? Top three are Peter's Pen Flight, Monsters Inc., Big Thunder Ranch. Ooh. Okay, we're not going to go there. No, we cannot go there. Okay, we won't go there. Okay. <laughs> so let's go over to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. All right, listeners, feature presentation. We're going to talk a little, little bit about Adventureland and possibly New Orleans Square. Give a brief history of what it was and what it's come through now, a little retrospective. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Adventureland, we'll start with that, because that actually is one of the real uh, 
lands that was used as the prospectus to get Disneyland funded and bought. Uh, but back then, um, it was it was known not as Adventureland, but it was going to be called True Life Adventureland. So the the uh, True Life was going to be there. Uh, interesting name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read of, of what the pers- of what Disney has Walt Disney uh, described it in the prospectus. Uh, at the entrance to True Life Adventureland would be a beautiful botanical garden of tropical flora and fauna. The main attraction would be the explorer's boat with a native guide for cruise down the river of romance. Along the banks are birds and animals living in their natural habitat, alligators lurking along banks, and otters and turtles playing in the water about you. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very, uh, it's, it's brief. But it's also very interesting. Uh, that's how Walt Disney envisioned it. Of course, things change. Always. Uh, yeah. Always change. Um, so going on opening day here, Adventureland was every film set in an exotic foreign local locale with decidedly foreign indigenous people. It was dedicated to adventure, romance, and mystery. Main Street USA set the baseline, and every other land was meant to provide a contrast. Adventureland's jungles were about as far removed from Midwestern America as one could get. <laughs> right up to the last moment, the area had been called True Life Adventureland and would bring to life Walt's nature films. Adventureland was the smallest land with a total of 3.9 acres and only one acre of public space. Once you crossed the bridge from Main Street, the formal gardens gave way to an untamed jungle. There was not much there when the park opened, just a few shops with souvenirs, some fast food, and the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise was the signature attraction in Adventureland. In fact, it was the only attraction in Adventureland. Mm -hmm. Early on, it was known as the Tropical Rivers of the World or Jungle Rivers of the World. Harper Goff, the principal designer of the attraction, had traveled to real jungles and found them uneventful and boring. (laughs) Goff was a big fan of John Huston's film African Queen with Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. Another influence was the 1955 Disney film, The African Lion. Goff suggested to Walt that they design a Hollywood jungle where exotic inhabitants would appear and perform on cue for each boatload of guests. Creating a convincing jungle out of an orange grove and doing it virtually overnight was a special challenge for Evans. That's Bill Evans, a gardener, and Harper Goff. The objective was to make it appear as it was always that way, that nature had run amok. Instead, they were dealing with the reality of time and budgets. Walt became very frustrated when all he could use along the banks were buckets of little saplings. However, it would not take very long for Evans to bloom, Evans' work to bloom and become the wild environment Walt wanted. Um, so, interesting enough, fortunately, construction of the Los Angeles area freeway system was at full throttle during the same time. As the construction crews carved out the 200-foot right-of-way through residential neighborhoods, hundreds of mature street trees would become available. Evans had his crew monitor the progress and tag trees that were in the way. Disneyland paid $25 for each tree so that the contractors would not take them to the dump or damage them. <laughs> then Evans' crew would, would swoop in, put in six-foot-by-six-foot six box around the roots, pack up the pack up the five to ten ten-ton trees, and move them to Anaheim. The Santa Monica, Pomona, and Santa Ana freeways all yielded trees for Disneyland. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so it's those kind of stories that are pretty funny. So again, this is uh, Adventureland. Start, it was one of the original lands for the prospectus that they used to get Disneyland funded. Um, and it's been there since 1955. And we talked about this earlier on. It is the only, and listen, maybe you guys don't, I mean, this is a little fun fact, is that, you know, you know Walt uses that word weenie, right? To, as that attraction, like the castle is a weenie from Main Street. Mm-hmm. Then when you get to the hub, you turn right, you see the rocket as a weenie that, oh, I want to go to that. Mm-hmm. And then you're standing at at the hub, you're looking in the fantasy land. Oh, you see the carousel now and the castle. That's what I want to go to. Mm-hmm. You go down to Adventureland, sorry, Frontierland, you see the Mark Twain at the very end. Yeah. Oh, I want to get do- drawn to that. Yeah. Adventureland does not have that. No. It has a wall and torches, and it's meant to be a mystery. Yeah. Like, you, it beckons yeah. you to go, what is behind all yeah. that stuff? Yeah. And it's the only thing that's different like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just, I thought maybe you guys knew that or maybe you hadn't thought about that kind of stuff. That's what he's bat phone. Whatever that was. Okay. Oh, you know, that, you know what that was? That was a location. That was my location, and yeah. I don't know. I must have hit it on my watch. But anyway, yeah, uh, that is one thing that um, I think um, makes it pretty unique. Um, it being small, a lot of people overlo- have overlooked the land, uh, or they look at it as a walkthrough, a thoroughfare, to get to the river or to get to New Orleans Square or Critter Country or even now uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, but that land, to me, has always been kind of special. And the main reason would be exactly kind of what you just described. The fact that there is a level and has been, there has been from the beginning a level of mystery. Mm-hmm. You go through that, you know, fence and you have the uh, the torches and you have... You know the the sign. That's why when they redid the sign, I was got got a little worried because that spoke to me as a kid, having that huge Adventureland sign over it. Right. And you're kind of going, okay, what what are we gonna what are we gonna get into? Yeah. And then you, then you go in, and and then the first thing you run across would be Walt Disney Enchanted Tiki Room, and you're right there. Mm-hmm. And again, remember growing up and it being one of my mom's favorite attractions we always went and having and even sitting in the old kind of um area you know waiting for you to go in they had the the little uh gods and they would talk and they would have a little thing even before you went in and it was always this kind of uh mystery mm-hmm. and then when you go into you know then you would finally go into the enchanted tiki room and you, you know, see that big centerpiece and you're kind of like looking at what is going on and you're kind of looking around. You can see the totems and, yeah. and you're kind of like, OK, and then you have guys. And, and again, you don't quite know what you're going to get into until it begins. No. And then once it begins and the lights and, and the whole thing. And I remember one of the coolest effects, I thought, was the rain. You know, like, yes. is it raining? I remember thinking, it's raining outside? You know, not recognizing the gag. And even to this day when we go, the gag hits, and I love it every time. I'm like, oh, my God, I know it's not raining. But, man, you have that whole, you know, and the whole buildup. And you have everything is adventure, adventure, adventure. adventure and you come yeah. out. And, you know, you have 
nothing but that kind of jungle yeah. vibe. Right. Yeah. And and then, you know, growing again, growing up for the majority of it, um, well, you had, I had, you know, you had the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And the Jungle Cruise has always and will always be one of my favorite uh, attractions, again, because of the san- a sense of mystery and adventure that you're going into. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's been altered a bit. The, the dialogue or the script has definitely been changed. I remember, you know, when they did the oh-so-bad thing of actually shooting at the hippo. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but now the way they've done it, it has lived true to form. Mm-hmm. And it is great. They added the piranha. I remember thinking, why did they do that? And then, but it 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 added to the attraction. So, yeah, a lot of people don't pause there long enough to really take in that land. It being no. small, no. And then that isn't even including Indy. No, you know, right? Do you do you remember a time um, before Indy? Uh, v- yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it is, I mean, Indy's been around for, what are we at, 25? 90, it came in 95. So, yeah, we're yeah we're up there. We're 25 years, um, and I vaguely remember it um, because now Indy has become such an integral part of the land and how I approach my day in the park. Yeah. Um, it definitely does. Yeah, and and so it, it is hard for me to remember a time where it hasn't been there. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do remember it being not it not being there. And again, I think that was one of the reasons why a lot of people kind of went through. You have Chantiki Room. You had the Treehouse, which was at that time the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, wasn't it? Not. Or it the, was. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then you had it. The Jungle Cruise, and there you go. Um, but now, and then, I mean, it led into Pirates. And that whole that whole area, God, I remember when it wasn't that, that bridge going over, that walkway going over it. I mean, <laughs> you think about how different that spot, that transition from Adventureland into New Orleans Square is changed over the years right yeah um somewhere i'll I'll dig up a picture i'll post on instagram again of i have a picture of the jungle cruise boats in the rivers of america yep um because that that waterway was was connected Mm -hmm. actually it it still is connected you just can't see it um but it used to be blatantly walking walking over that bridge uh so um uh, it used to here are some former attractions and entertainment that was in Adventureland. Um, Magnolia Park was there from 1955 to 1962. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, it was actually right where um, it's in between the French Market and uh, Hunter Mansion is now. There's the that fountain mm-hmm. is there. There used to be a gazebo right in that area there. I mean, guys, remember, there was no Haunted Mansion back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just an open area with trees and, uh, like, a grandstand and a fountain. I don't know if there was a fountain, but it was a shady area, Magnolia Park. Um, and then, the, or as Udi mentioned, the Swiss Family Treehouse was there from 1962 mm-hmm. to 1999. I'm reading this. I don't, I don't know these dates. Um, uh, the Big Games uh, Safari Shooting Gallery was 1962 to 1982. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. That... Um, I mean, was in between Bengal 
and the uh, the shop. Okay, I don't remember seeing this at all ever. Barely remember that, and I remember it being in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in between. I'm almost positive that's where it was. Okay, I'm sure you're right. We can look at a map at that. Um, yep. Aladdin's Oasis Dinner Show ran from 1993 yep. to 1997, and then Aladdin's Oasis from um, 1993 to 2008. Um, so those are the attractions in inter- entertainment. Uh, I'm reading this online, and I gotta tell you something. There, where is at the Tahitian Terrace? The Tahitian Terrace. Used, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's Reddit. 1962 to 1993. Uh, was mm-hmm. was right where Tropical Hideaway is. Is now, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, indie fruit cart, fruit cart. That's in. That's really in insignificant. That's yeah. just a fruit cart where you can get well fruit mm-hmm. <laughs> with a kiosk or whatever is around it and, and moved. Um, Sun kissed, I presume, uh, was where Brengo Barbecue was. That was from sixty two to ninety two. Tropical Cantina was from fifty five to nineteen sixty two. I actually have no idea what that is. Um, let's see here. Uh, the shops, Adventureland Bazaar, South Seas Traders, and Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost, they're all actually in the same building. Yep. They're all linked. You don't know what's going on in any of those. No, they haven't. That that area hasn't really changed in a very long time. They have some of the coolest stuff there, but also bizarre stuff like Quicksilver is yeah. there. And like, what do you get? What's just Quicksilver yeah, doing here? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so the attractions now are, of course, Indiana Jones Adventure, Jungle Cruise, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, and Tarzan's Treehouse. Um. Yeah, I. What to say about this place? It's absolutely one of my favorite spots to be in the park mm-hmm. at any time during the day or night or in 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 between, uh, the dusk part. Uh, Indiana going on Indy does play such a big role in my experience at the park. Mm-hmm. We center we center fast pass times around that. We have. And we Space Mountain. Those are the two things for and me. And beginning of the day. Yeah, yeah, beginning of the day. And it's also one of those things where... Um, well, actually, how, how was I going to say this? Uh, when Udi said that people walk by the stuff that don't pay attention, I... One of my... And I've said this before. One of my favorite parts, parts of the whole park, the best example of theming um, is coming off of Indy and the temple is above your head and it's kind of breaking up as you go out more, mm-hmm. more towards... A civilization you've got that and you come out and you see the general cruises to your right and you're under a canopy of these trees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even at dusk with the lights are coming on I- i've stopped my 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 squad and say hey <laughs> guys chill out for a second this can we stop and just listen listen to the jungle cruise motoring off to mm-hmm. the right mm-hmm. listen to the gunfire or the the, 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 the mm-hmm. way out there listen to the birds listen to the drums just take it in you know, we're in the middle of Anaheim here, but mm-hmm. we don't feel like we are. Can you can you appreciate how far we've been transported away from yeah. reality? Yeah. And it's just so fun because you're thinking, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? And I'll tell you guys, if you're part of my squad, if we're doing that and any time if there's a five-minute wait for Jungle Cruise, we're going on it right after that. Uh, we have done that. We have totally done that. Walking by. I remember last trip earlier, we're walking by at night, and I'm like, yeah. five minutes. Five minute, we're in. I go, we're in. <laughs> oh, we're in. Yeah, there, there, there's no debate. Yeah, there's no debate. Even if you're on your way out, you yep. gotta go in there. Yep. Um, so that particular part of the park, I just love, and I'm so thankful that Adventureland exists like that, that we can get to experience that. Um, now the latest addition, I guess, is the tropical hideaway to this whole land. Yeah. Oh no, 
Bengal Barbecue got expanded to indoor seating. Yeah, but no. Good. Yeah, but it doesn't really. Doesn't really. No. It doesn't really add to the theming at all. No, I mean. Okay. And no, I, not like, not like Tropical Highway. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Tropical Highways. It's just again another fantastic spot to hang out. Uh, it's it's always going to be in my mind now when I think about Tropical Highway because that's where we got boarding group 47. That's mm-hmm. where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm going to think about that every time now. We're in there. Like, this is, this we're going to be right here. We were right here. Yeah. Um, the bao buns, the food's good there. The, the, like the bao buns. I've not had lumpia there, but... Lumpia is good. Oh, you've I had, had it? one. Okay. Um, I haven't had that little salad thing they have, but I have had, I think, most of the variants of the um, Dole Whip, although I didn't know there was a lemon version, so I'll have to get that next time. Mm. Um, but this is one of those lands, again, that I just... It's so crazy that it's that we have this land. It's uh, and I, like like you said, um, the Jungle Cruise is one of my favorite attractions. I'm always always full of wonder when I'm on it, even though I know what all the jokes are. Yeah. Um, and it's just, dang it, I miss that place right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the thought of like beginning the day, hanging the left, mm-hmm. walking in and going, we're going Andy. Um, you know, I, 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 I am walking through that queue and feeling like you're saying you're not in Anaheim. And that we 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 said it so many times. Whenever you go into that park, you forget where you are right away, right away. Yeah. And then to have that that whole, you know, you're being transported to a jungle and then you're going, I mean, going to Indy. You're not only transporting to a jungle, but then you're transporting to the, this adventure where you're in a Jeep and you're going through a temple and you're going through all of that. And you're like, man, the queue buildup alone. You know, we're going down and down and down and down and down. You go oh, down yeah. in, in, into, and, and as you come out, you know, like you're saying, you're hit with that whole, you know, you're coming along and you're coming out and you have the river you're right and you have that canopy and you are still in that you know way f- um, far off land and then you come out and then the jump then have the ability to go directly to your right and then hop on that boat and then go on a whole other adventure in a whole different area yeah is amazing yep and you know that combined with the 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 old so dry, comical, um, you know, uh, spiel from the skippers. I mean, yeah, you can't. And then I mean, and then to round it all out, if you really want to, then you can go. And after being on an adventure for a while, you go and you sit down and and, and then have a, a whole show, which again takes you to a whole other place again. Yes, yeah. So Adventureland for it being small. And themed in that in that same vein, you think of every attraction in there. It takes you somewhere else every time. Mm-hmm. And you know when you think about it, there are. I mean, you go to Frontierland, you ride what you ride there. You know, you go on Big Thunder. You can um, walk around, uh, go to the whole Golden Horseshoe, or you can you know go to Rancho and eat. Yes, you can. 
go do that. Um, or you jump on on the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. You're in the basically same basic area. You're not really moving, but that is one of the things that makes, uh, I think, the uh, Adventure Line pretty special, is that you're moved to different places. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you go to Mar- Tomorrowland, you don't get that. You do, you do in Fantasyland, but you're, you're more transported to a different story in Fantasyland. You are, yeah. Um, not necessarily a different area. So when you think about Adventureland, it is fairly unique in that ability to transport you to a different area uh, in every attraction, I think. Um, and there isn't really another land like it at all. No, uh, not at all. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I, it, not not all. That's very very well said. Uh, I mean, the only time you get taken out, of, well, well, no, I think you, you said it right with Brentree Land because you get taken out of your element there, mm-hmm. um, especially on the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. When on the or even on the backside of Rivers of America, that's mm-hmm. a whole different world. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything about that place, it just sends me full of full of wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, even at night, I was always I always exit the park. Even at night, I, I walk through Adventureland as opposed to going yep. through Frontierland. Yep. Just because I me wanna, too. Yeah, I want to yep. get that last fill. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's going on. I want to see the lights, and I want to just make sure there's no quick wait. We can go on one of these attractions before we leave. <laughs> yep. um, where do you th- um, where do you see Adventureland like in 10, 15 years? Well, you know, what's, what's going to be added I, to I, I don't know. I don't know what they could do. I mean, I think we talked about it before mm-hmm. and how there is room where they could, like, do... But I forgot what, in reference to what attraction they could put, um, adding oh. to Adventureland. Um, you know, in that weird little space between uh, Jungle and Indy and the Pirates, There's a, where the treehouse is. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what we talked about. I, I remember. I can't remember what episode. I mean, years was. ago with Jess. Yeah, I remember. Oh, Jess wanted to put like a Tower of Terror thing on there. Yeah, but it was. It, but it, it was like the Inca thing, or wasn't yeah. it like something in that in that area. Yeah, like a which, Inca. yeah, like you're in a, a, a trapper or a tomb or whatever. I think is what it yeah. was. Yeah. That, you know, again, that would be, and even if they did that, that would be another adventure. But they would have to take out downtown Disney for that. Oh, they would have to do a lot for it. And the railroad would have to be rerouted. rerouted. Or yeah. underneath it or something. Or go through it. Yep. I'd, I'd be all down for it to go through it and make it another kind of... Uh... Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, overall, I uh, the only thing that they could do would be, I think, get Indy back to its glory. It, it hasn't been there for a while now. They've done a lot to kind of pare Indy down. Um, you know, before we would literally go on three tracks when we came, you know, which one do you go to? You don't do it anymore. That's right. Um, That's right. A lot of the, the, the fireballs and the um, things that were used to be huge were not as much anymore. There were a few things along that line um, that have kind of faded. Um you know, uh, mm-hmm. on on the attraction, you know, that could be with age or, you know, a fiscal thing like, hey, we can't spend so much money or whatever, however they want to cut it. But I think the one thing that um, they could do right there is bring Indy back to, like, opening day glory because I remember, you know, riding that 
20 years ago and it being the same but you can you feel it being pared down and you and and it's been like that for quite a while now Mm -hmm. um i think that would be cool i I think again the other only other thing that i want is be a jingle cruise bring that back oh yes um yeah and then that would be it i mean the uh, uh, the addition of the hideaway Mm. was great Mm -hmm. uh theming fantastic food is great the whole area the locale being right on the edge of the river, everything about that is amazing. And uh, so they knocked that one out of the park when they did that. I'm very happy. Um, and then, of course, do not touch Walt's antique room. Don't. Leave no. it alone. No, you got to. Leave, yeah. it, leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with any of that. I, no. I can't really add to it except. I mean, I think you're right on all those things. I'd like to see uh, Indy brought back to his original glory with mm-hmm. those with those three different tracks mm-hmm. um, and some of the effects. At least get those things up and running. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you go into a room. I was, in fact, I was talking to Annika the other day about that. It's like, what? She goes, "Why? Why we? You know, go into? Um, oh, I did the randomizer with that, and that came mm-hmm. up. And she goes, "Well, she would want like." She goes, what? You know, you're on there, and you go into some dark corner, and everything's just stopped. It's dark, but you hear the transporter just humming, like like revving, mm-hmm. and you're sitting in the in the dark, and you go, yeah, that that does suck. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I understand that maybe one of the transporters is loading or unloading or something, and there's a sequence thing that they need to catch up with. But there's often times where it just goes into a dark room and does not, and, and nothing happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like the dark thing seems to be out of sync too. Mm-hmm. You hear the. T- Mm-hmm. You don't feel it. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So there's those those things that I would like to have better. But yeah, mm-hmm. Tropical Hideaway is a a, 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 a complete win. Mm-hmm. Uh, G- yeah, Jim Cruise needs to come back. I thought that was clever. Um, I don't know anything more about that. I, I, I can't see much of it changing in the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't really want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. No, you know, I'm I'm, all, I'm also glad that we're seeing a lot more General Cruise merchandise hitting the stores, mm-hmm. uh, at least the Disney stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and the General Cruise game, which we played here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie would have been out already originally. Yeah, it's probably already done, huh? No, it would have been out. Oh, oh yeah, it would have been out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we assume the General Cruise will get a little bit different up, uh, updates from the At movie. Point, we don't know yeah. what it's going to be, but I'm stoked that there's... Um, Merchandise coming out. I wish there was more Adventureland in general merchandise, mm-hmm. land specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love that. Uh, so to me, it's a it's a design win all around. Um, does does uh, indie being the first attraction of your day does that get changed because of Galaxy's Edge? No, no. Okay. No. Um, no. Now it altered my path from hanging a right and going down to Big Thunder or then looping around. Now I'm like, okay, well, I got to make my loop even wider now. Yes. Now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now, but eventually I still will you, still will you go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, I, I really, really, really don't ever anticipate that changing. Maybe in a decade with what they may or may not do with Tomorrowland. Mm. If that is done... Correctly, then that could draw me away. But now, Adventureland for me is um, the way to begin. Yeah. Um, because of everything. I mean, the day you're gonna you're starting off the day in of adventure anyway. 
You know, <laughs> yeah, you really for sure, are for sure, for sure. And why wouldn't you begin in Adventureland on your day? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, some some people start start off in Tomorrowland, and make a clock out of it. Yeah. Or a and reverse clock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But no. No, they go to the right and they go around. Yeah. Uh, that's not me. Counterclock. No, no. We go to the left. Yeah. And and we make yeah and again because when you go through that land and you go through that gate and you walk it and you you know ride everything and then you come out onto that river. You know, you have the river in front of you. You mm-hmm. have the island. You have. You know the Columbia. You can have the the Mark Twain, and then over on your left, you're gonna have the Square, and you have pirates right there, and you have um, you know the mansion over in the corner, and then a whole road, and like what goes over there, and then you go to your right, and you look, well, what goes over there, and you know you see a big mountain over there, and like you hear a train whistle, and you're like, okay, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, be- yeah, absolutely, yeah. So when you come out of there. It beckons you because, and then you're kind of like at, you come to that fork in the road, you're like, man, I can go to a few different places. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and even before, you know, Galaxy said you had that back trail that you could walk and you'd pop out right in Fantasyland. So, again, that, that one little branch could, you could really decide where your next adventure was going to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So to me, definitely the way to begin every time. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's going to take us over to New Orleans Square real quick. Um, so this one, this thing land was, um, there's roughly three acre area that was the first land to be added to Disneyland Park after it opened in 1955 uh, at the cost of $18 million. It's, it, is, it, is, it is exclusively ours. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Plans to include a New Orleans-themed area were made in the late 1950s as part of an expansion, and the area even included it was even included on 1958 souvenir map. In 1961-1962, construction began on the land and the attractions. The land was opened to the public July 24, 1966, with the mayor, with the New Orleans mayor Victor H. Shiro participating in the dedication ceremony. Shiro announced Walt Disney had been made an honorary citizen of New Orleans. Disney joked that the addition cost as much as the original Louisiana purchase. <laughs> Without adjusting for inflation, it actually cost more. The opening ceremony was Walt Disney's last major public appearance at Disneyland before his death in December of 1966. Um, in March 1967, Pirates of the Caribbean debuted alongside the Blue Bayou Restaurant. In August of 1969, the beloved Haunted Mansion was open to the public. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, this is a land that uh, it's always been there in my lifetime. I don't know what the park it without it whatsoever. And of course, Udi does not either. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is as part of Disneyland to me as any any other thing. Oh, yeah. Even though it, it, it debuted f- uh, 14 years after the park opened, mm-hmm. this is... Everything about Disneyland is in New Orleans Square, and these two things linked together, best theming still, even compared to Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Uh, my, uh, no, I, I will agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the technology is not up to date, but I, you don't te- te- technology can't save uh, theming. So some sometimes in this case, everything about this is Disney classic. Oh yeah. Disney to its core for me. Um, so. The former attractions, we'll, we'll talk the former ones now. Uh, the Pirate, Pirates Arcade Museum was from 1967 to 1980. 
the Disney Gallery from 1987 to 2007. Absolutely remember that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Tiana's Mardi Gras celebration from 2009-2010. Uh, that was something I remember hearing about, but would have zero interest in going to. Yep, me either. Um, former restaurants were the La Petite Patisserie. I don't even know what that was. Um, a lot of these shops, uh, Cristal de the Orleans, Pieces of Eight, Royal Street Suites, Mile Antoine's, Antoinette's Parfumerie, mm-hmm. Le Baton Rouge, Port Royal, and La Masquerade d'Orleans. Now, Pieces of Eight, we always go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always put our hand in the barrel of the jewels. Yep. Um, and it's also, it's. It, I don't think we've ever bought anything there, but it's also linked to the Haunted Mansion shop or mm-hmm. wherever that thing is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is called. I don't. Um, it's not pieces of eight. It maybe it's, I don't know which one that shop is called. Um, so, uh, let's see here. That's good. Those right there. The restaurants. Now this might have the most restaurants besides main street in the number we've talked about mm-hmm, all this before. Mm-hmm. Um, French market restaurant, the mint julep bar, cafe Orleans, Royal street, veranda, blue Bayou restaurant, club 33, the Harbor galley and 21 Royal. Um, two of those were never going to get a chance. Maybe club three. I would imagine would probably get a chance at some point. If we find the right people, we could maybe yep. get in there. Um, would you, would you do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would too. Absolutely would do that. Um, Harbor galley been to that blue Bayou. Yes. Royal street veranda. Yes. Cafe Orleans. I have not been to that place. Mint Julep Bar, yes. French Market Restaurant, yes. Okay, so we know we know that the <laughs> two most beloved attractions of Disneyland are in New Orleans Square. And, I mean, this is hands down. I don't care what your favorite attraction is at the park. <laughs> if you were to, you know, survey 20 people, 19 out of 20 would probably say one of these two mm-hmm. are essential mm-hmm. attractions mm-hmm. for them. Uh, that is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Of course, there's a there, there's a railroad station there too. Uh, it, 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 it is the Frontierland Station. Yeah. Um, in fact, it still says that, um, yeah. even though it's not where you think it is. Actually, it's been there and in the same spot it's always been. But remember, Frontierland used to have a lot more land. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the station, it says New Orleans Square, Frontierland. Um, mm-hmm. And that is a really cool station. Um, oh, maybe, I, maybe put that up on the on the survey. Which is the better station? I bet you no. Actually, May 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 Street will win that one easily. Mm, yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Until I shut down the polls and then put it back on, then all of a sudden New Orleans going to have a thousand more votes. <laughs> even, even though I only asked twenty five people. <laughs> Too soon. Okay. <laughs> Two cents. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nothing. Good. Yeah, we're gonna move on from. Yeah, that. move on from that. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, don't don't you can you must not ask why this happens. Um, so this Perfectly actually normal anomaly. You're sure, fine. sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, remember this. Um, this place this this replaced the land called Holiday Land, which was the uh, yeah. the corporate picnic area with yeah. softball diamonds. Um, and they could drink there, I believe, right? They could drink yeah, there. Yeah. Yes, they could drink there. They had a tent. You could drink and get hammered and walk around <laughs> and get hammered at, at Disneyland. Yeah, uh, so that was gone. Um, yeah. If you look at early pictures, aerial photos of the park, you're gonna laugh and go, "What in the world?" Oh yeah. Uh, and it's so strange. Um, but yeah, this this replaced that. Uh, 1966. So. Udi, tell me about New Orleans Square from your perspective. 
Well, I think, again, you brought up the the two attractions on there that by far are two of my favorite. Um, so my my perspective of, of uh, New Orleans Square is, um, is very much a, a high, high, high uh, essential area to go visit. Um, not a walkthrough, not a go around, not a, oh, I, there's a bathroom back in this back corner kind of thing, <laughs> um, which there is. Which and, there is. And that is one of the best ones I ever go to because nobody ever makes it all the way back there. Um, but that being said, the theming of that area is, like Mark said, the best. Mm-hmm. Hands down, no matter where, no matter where you're going to walk, no matter, I mean, it, it, it rivals or it beats Main Street because for theming, you're going to have a battle, in my mind, between Main Street, New Orleans Square, and now Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. For theming, everyone has their little niche, their little nuance that makes it really good. But if you had to pick an overall, I'm leaning here. You walk in... Because of the feels, the center of yeah, feels? Yeah, you, you yep. definitely have that. You do. Um, and then you and you walk in, you're like, I'm there. <laughs> I mean, again, the beauty of, of the park is how you're transported wherever you're gonna, wherever they want you to, mm-hmm. to go. But when you're there and you're taking an area that actually exists, New Orleans is a real place. Mm-hmm. It isn't a make-believe area or place or city. And then you go like, I'm here. How cool is that? And then you have that basically bookended by Pirates mm-hmm. and then Mansion. <laughs> yeah. And when, when you look at it that way, too, you think about mm. Pirates of the Caribbean, okay? And we've talked about it before. You have Pirates where you are lulled off to Dream World, okay? You're lulled off into this land of fantasy of Pirates and and swashbuckling and you know plundering and looting and and all the 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 adventure that that could be you know like like we made the comment you as you meander down the river at the beginning Mm -hmm. very quiet very peaceful you're kind of like the slow banjo being played bum 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 and then you have that kind of little beckoning of the pirate the jolly roger Mm mm-hmm beckoning you and you get darker and darker and you basically you fall into a dream state and then you're dropped into a dream then you come out of it you have that right and then you have that whole attraction which till this day one of the best hands down no matter what then you go over to the other bookend right and you have haunted mansion yep there is a whole other level of dreamscape yeah that you go into yeah. And, and then when you flip it, you know, even when you go holiday or normal, you're still there. So I find it very interesting yeah. how they bookend a actual locale, New Orleans, and you bookend it with two dream type yeah. attractions. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it's one of those things that if you don't think about it, you're going to go like, whoop, and you won't even, it'll go right by your yeah, mind. I never think about it. Yeah. Uh. And, and, but, that right there is, I think, I don't know if that was intentional, but I've thought about that. How, like, dream, dream, real. 
right in between. So I don't know. They want you to dream to come in, then you come into reality, and then you go in there and walk around, and then you get good food. I mean, I get my mint julep. You can get your benets, and and, yeah. and, and I'm a happy camper. Sure. And then, you know, you can jump on the train, go wherever, and then you go over to the mansion, and then you you go into that whole adventure, and it's again so cool mm-hmm. how that is done mm-hmm. um, in a very unique way. And I I, I don't know. I, I love it. And um, people need to take time. I mean, we, we say it all the time, like one day, two days, three days at the park mm-hmm. isn't enough when you know, mm-hmm. when you really want to look at what is going on and be able to deep dive into why is that attraction here? Why is this here? What does that mean? How's that themed? How's that done? How's that painted? Why is that tree here? Why? I mean, you could go on and on sure. and on about yeah. picking it apart. And every day you could find something new. I mean, here we are. We've been going to the park since we we're kids, and we still are finding things like, hey, how about that? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that one. Right, yeah. And, you know, it has maturity in the park changes and whatnot, you know, obviously. But um, how cool is that when you can take an attraction in the land that's been there now for, what, 50, 50 years, right? 55? Uh, 50. Which one? The, the land? Yeah, the land has um, been there 1965, right? 66. Okay, so, yeah. So we've been there now 50, I'm not going to do the math. I don't even want to do the math. <laughs> I've got oh. it. Oh, I've got it in my head. 50, 54 years. 54 years. Um, yeah. So you think about that, and yet here we are, and you're still thinking about things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's amazing and a tribute to the park. And, and every time we talk about it and we go back and do kind of a little bit of a deep dive into every land, like that that appreciation for me gets rekindled and mm-hmm. kind of goes like, holy crap, how amazing is that? And then people think about that. Mm-hmm. And they they worry about the paint or the texture or how the building is located and rotated and, you know, the brick on the floor and that tree over here or that bench over there or that door over there. You go on and on and on and you think about all that and then have it translate into a real world thing and then recognizing what that does to a person or for a person is amazing to me. And again, one of the many, 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 many reasons why this park is head and shoulders above all other mm-hmm. all others the heritage park for being small and older and everything every a lot of people want to knock it for no you're gonna tell me point me to a better one point me to a better park mm. i haven't been to the other properties no and i don't even need to uh, i want to see i mean I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to yeah. don't get me wrong i want to and i'll enjoy it but you look at the heritage park and you're like nah Still the best. Still the best. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where they always compare Walt Disney World to Disneyland, and and you can compare it, but it's, it's you know, it's like comparing two brothers. It, yeah. They're they're in the same family, just one's different. Yeah. Like me and my brother. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the same family. You can yeah. appreciate aspects of both, but yeah. you know that this, but New 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 Orleans Square might be the trump card in all this because yeah. You don't get that. You don't get that anywhere else. No. Disneyland Paris or some, or no Tokyo Disney has something like that that's similar to it. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland has um, a, a New Orleans type theme that's within Adventureland. I'm just reading that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no other place has anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, 
both of those attractions are essential. Um, parts of the Caribbean, you know, we just going, just doing Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, we talked about that. That being the, like the absolute best, most advanced thing I've ever been on mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. But you know, it doesn't. It, you, without parts of the without parts of the Caribbean, you wouldn't be having mm-hmm. having this. So no. it's that that's important, and just the fact that you know the fact how it was engineered in mm-hmm. 1964 65 to get it up and running to go under the train tracks twice and in the limited space and to see that these are actual brick and mortar buildings that mm-hmm. were being like what how what mm-hmm. you know these engineering things um, and Disney d- does that kind of stuff uh, and to me that. It just does not get any better than Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. for many, many reasons. I mean, we all have memories of that attraction with oh, yeah. people that we love oh, yeah. on that. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, you, you go, I mean, even from the beginning, right? You, you think about, you know, you, you come out of the, you come out and, and you're looking up at a sky. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, okay. And you have a shooting star that goes across. A lot of people don't even know it's mm-hmm. there. Like, look for it. Mm-hmm. You'll see it and then you know you have the animatronics and you're going through and then you have that drop off and you go in and right away you have the the music and you have the voice and you have all the wind blowing the wind and you have all that you have the you know the the skeleton captain at the helm with the wind blowing you have all the gold you have the treasure and i mean you have so many things and then i mean you think about the final scene and you think about when that was done and how you can look at it and go like yeah this still plays oh yep yep like here we are all this time knowing that you know down the way a bit you have the most technologically advanced attraction on the planet Mm -hmm. and here you are on this and on this one going man old school whatever however you want yeah, to put it yeah. but man it still plays it, it, it yeah it totally does yeah yep. and and to to look at that how can you not look at that and go man walt was such a visionary yeah so ahead of his time mm-hmm. lost him way too soon i i you know you have those moments where you go, man, what would he have done if he was still alive for another even 10 years? Oh, right. Yeah. You know, what What would what would we have gotten? You know, who knows what we could have oh gotten out of it? I mean, the more you dig into Walt, the more you see his ideas. I mean, he House of the Weird. You think of all these kind of things and you're like, man, the guy was always on. Mm-hmm. And... When you have an individual like that, the creativeness of that person comes out in so many ways, in ways that you don't think about, because we're not like that. I'm not uber creative like that. I have my moments of creativity, but I am not that. I'm, I'm a builder. I'm, I'm like, give me a plan. Yeah. Give me, give me my tools. I'll get to work. But you know, I can, I can look at things and go, okay, I can see how that will come together. But for me to go like, okay. I see this I want to do and let me try to figure it out. I'm it's amazing to me. And then on top of it being ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. On it. 
So you're thinking about things that people are like, wait, what? How are we going to do that? Here, let me show you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So to me, again, I, I've said it before, people who look up to actors or NFL players or whatever, I'm like, I get it. But no, these people, at the end of the day, the ultra rare one mm -hmm. really won't make a big difference in your life. But when you have people like Walt Disney... Think about what kind of effect that has had on many, oh, for sure, many for sure, people. For sure. So these are the people you look forward to or look up to. Yep, choose your heroes wisely. Yeah. wisely, yeah. They can set forward, uh, set you on a path of mm -hmm. either good or bad. Yep, yep. And when you look at what Walt did for the world, there can be, there's far worse people to look up to. For sure. No. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, quickly in the Haunted Mansion, uh, I, I, this attraction out of any attraction at any theme park has probably the most rabid fan base. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, what am I wearing? Yeah. In fact, he's wearing a Beware of Hitchhiking Ghost shirt. Yep. Um, those guys are devout to this to this to this thing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, again, another testament to the design and the doors it opens for everything else mm -hmm. uh, within the, within the park. This this thing's a home run all year round, mm -hmm. day or night. Better at night again. Mm -hmm. Better better at night because I was talking. Because listen to uh, our talk with Jeff Bam. I was telling him that you know one of my favorite things is to be on the Mark Twain at night and to see it. Um, uh, lit up in the up over New Orleans Square thinking okay here's this purple mansion mm -hmm. way out there and and it beckons me and and um yeah so it's one of those things and again I know I'm not a collector of anything Haunted Mansion but I can appreciate the people that love it and to the lengths they go to to get whatever merchandise they can yeah the pins the and the whatever so yeah yep so yeah, the Haunted Mansion. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it's one of those things that it's essential Disneyland. Mm -hmm. um, again, we we've, we've talked about the food already in New Orleans Square, so I don't, don't want to rehash that. But again, it is a plethora of of choices to eat mm -hmm. there, and pretty much any, anything anything you want, you're gonna get. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, we talk about like how, let's do a quick flash forward here. What do you think? I I don't see this land changing at all in the next 10, 15 years. Um, again, it would be a thing of, um, adding, but where, why, um, the only real complaint that people had, um, was red and that has been changed. It's changed. And, um, again, I don't like the change, but. It ain't gonna make me not ride that, and and didn't knock down that ride from that attraction from being one of my tops. Even with that one, no, it was a big change, but not enough for me to go like, never mind. Um, so, um, yeah, haunted. What would they do? I haven't that, heard one nothing, one complaint other than people like it's for the devil, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What would you do? To change that? Yeah, uh, nothing. To that attraction? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I there's, there's nothing I would do. I mean, I it's... 
not only is it fun to go on, it's just beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 gardens and the grounds is mm-hmm. like this is it's mm-hmm. just beautiful to 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 see it there. Mm-hmm. Um, they added Hatbox Ghost, which is a great addition. That mm-hmm. was in the last five years. Um, I can't think of anything else that I would add to that. Uh, there's no gag effects that I can think mm-hmm. of. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. You know, the one thing I think that makes that a little bit more um, safe from change, if you want to put it, even put it that way, would be the fact that we get a holiday layover. Oh yeah. Um, I think um, I think that keeps the attraction. Depending on when people go, a lot of people don't know that there is a holiday layover to it um, overlay rather um, and or, or don't recognize or don't realize that there isn't one you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think there's some people out here that like okay this is a holiday overlay what do you mean this isn't the usual oh yeah From this time of the year till that time of year a quarter a third of, a quarter of the year it has this yeah the rest of the year it's that so I think the fact that they do that for a lot of people I'm and for even for me it keeps it like fresh. I'm like, oh yeah, if we go, we're gonna get classic. Okay, if we go now, we're gonna go get we're gonna get holiday mm-hmm. uh, overlay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm good with both. I'm good with both. So too, yeah, yeah and, and so to me, I'm like, okay, well, well what are you gonna add? I, I, the, again, the the hat box ghost was pretty cool. Maybe improve a gag or two, but maybe, yeah. th- that would be it. Like, and that would be from a, a technological point of view. Yeah. Okay, maybe a better projector screen on a few things or whatever and make it more clear or crisp but even then I'm like yeah it, it doesn't I don't think you really make a vast enhancement to the attraction right. if you do that mm-hmm. so yeah what what is there to do nothing nothing nope I mean I've, except maybe I don't know no nothing I was gonna say just maybe have two different over overlays one for Christmas and one for ho- Halloween but now we talked about that yeah too we, difficult to do way too difficult okay yeah. no just keep it as is man. yeah just keep it the way they're doing keep that ball yeah going. I think that one is that one where they kind of found the rhythm and no real reason to, if it ain't broke right yeah it, it ain't broke it no ain't that, broke. like I said there's there's gonna keep adding more uh, merchandise to it yeah no and and again when you look at it there I'm I'm positive that they're Rider count is not down. No. Uh, when you look at it, I mean that would be that would be the big indicator. Like, okay, our our ride count is down, and if it is a significant amount for a significant amount of time, then you go, okay, well, people aren't coming onto the attraction. Why? Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have that issue with either of those with pirates or on it. Nope. People will ride them. No they're matter right. what. Yep, they're right. No matter what, yep. rain or shine, mm-hmm. uh, hot or cold, they're going to be yep. there. Yep. All right. So yeah, that's the one square. I mean, everything about it is is great. I, like I said, I as you said, being there three to four days, maybe not be enough to take to appreciate all the mm-hmm. details about it. And the next time you get a chance to go through, I think the next time that I go through any part of Disneyland, I'm going to just be very appreciative mm-hmm. of everything, um, and especially you know, going through here take my time and walk through stuff and um you know one of the cool things that both Udi and I got to experience um different times though uh was walking through an empty New Orleans Square at night Mm -hmm. um and I remember 
walking through there think and just being me and maybe two other people that I that I could see at night and thinking, okay, this is this is pre Galaxy's Edge going, okay, this is not gonna be like this forever. It's gonna get crazy when Phantasmic opens up and mm-hmm. um and Galaxy's Edge opens up and uh, and it's just it was so beautiful to be out there at night. Mm-hmm. But, but, and I know you've done that too a couple of yeah. times. I think. Oh yeah, uh, I, I my I've said it before. I try to end my day with that eleven fifty nine jump onto yeah on it. Yep, yep. Um, I got denied it last time because I closed the gate. Cast member talking to you. Um, but hmm. and then doing the slow walk from. The exit, all the way down mm-hmm. through there, going through Adventureland. Because you hear the music still. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And a good chunk of the people already have been leaving. Um, and usually I don't run into any group of people, a uh, 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 significant amount of people, until I hit the hub. Um, so, yeah, definitely one of the things that I recommend if you have not done... Would do that. Mm-hmm. You know, look at your watch. You're like, okay, I'm coming down to like, you know, wherever you are. Realize, get there. Last ride in. Do your last ride of the day. Ride mansion. And then come out. And when you come out, don't walk quickly. No. Walk as slow. One slow pace. And take everything in. Because you're going to see it in one of its purest forms with not a lot of people around. Right. And then, and then get the full. I I feel like the full effect of what is going on. And yeah, go go easy, go slow, oh. and enjoy it, and uh, and take it all in for sure. I think you may get if you haven't done it before. I think you would get a new bit of perspective on what those land or those the, both of those areas have. Mm-hmm. Um, again, being small, but so much in there. Yeah, it is. And again, um, if you're going to do that, like 1159, what Udi says, you know, you don't have to rush through there because Main Street stays open until like one, at least an hour after the park's mm-hmm. done for shopping. And uh, maybe Gibson Girls open late later they too. Um, but definitely the, the the Emporium and a couple other shops on Main Street are open until one o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, or at least one hour or two after the close. So right. they close at ten or eleven, whatever. Yeah. So um, if you if you get a chance. And you think about it, just go ahead and do that. That's an incredible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good talking tonight, mm-hmm. man. No, no, no. no, I missed the park. Yep. I As per the- usual, every two weeks, we sit down and talk about the park and, like, when is it going to open? Yeah. 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 We will make it. We will make it. Yep. It'll be a glorious day. It will be. Uh, yeah. All right, LTP listeners. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening or this afternoon, this morning, or if you're on your commute. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Hopefully, we, we helped with that. Yeah. Quick thing um, for that final year end episode. Ooh, ooh yes. Um, we're gonna be. Do I do I go ahead and say it? Now? Sure. Okay. So being that we've been through the year that we have all been through, and it's the year that keeps on giving. Um. I we got somebody gave me an idea, and um. I thought it was brilliant. So I want to run with it. We're running. And we're running. So what? What? one thing that I think um, would be unique 
uh, or one of the unique aspects of the park would be how we talk about it, how those of us who grew up going to the park, we have a connection with it from childhood. Mm -hmm. And we looked at the park in a certain way as a kid, and as we've grown, we've that has morphed and changed, and we look at it through a different set of eyes now. Why don't we, and this is where my call out for anybody who's going to hear this, is we want to hear from the kids. We want to hear from, you know, the kids who are love going to the park. We want to hear what it is about the park that they love and why they love it. Because to me, one of the things that the park definitely does is brings us back to a age of innocence. Mm. And with what we've had, a lot of ugly world right now, we need to reconnect with that, I think. We yeah. need to reconnect with the purity of the park, with the purity of the love of the park, and the purity of what it is to be a kid. The, the, a kid doesn't look at the world and go, and oh, we're having all these problems. Most kids look at it and go like, their problem is they didn't get their Oreo. And yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. They, they, I want that toy. How am I going to get that? Or I want to go to Disneyland because I love it. Okay, why do you love it? So for anybody out there that has kids, we, we've we asked bef this before of our, our LTV family. Send an audio. Yes. So we're asking that again because you guys are freaking fantastic with it. You guys are absolutely amazing with it. And we love it. But if we can get that from your kids' eyes, I mean, and definitely, definitely put in your two cents too, because I would, I wouldn't mind that having that, because I know Mark, um, you will, you've had your perspective of taking your daughters when they were younger mm -hmm. and having them grow in the park, and then how you have seen that evolve. Mm -hmm. So that would be kind of cool too, because I think, again, going back to the reason why we go to the park, one of yeah. the many reasons why we go to the park is that the innocence of, of, of what it is to be in that park and just having that sense of wonderment and adventure, and we need that. We do. I think we need yeah. that. We need that right now for everybody to remember and put aside all the, the bickering and and all the, the, the bad that it, we've been going through and reconnect to that at that childlike level. So... That is our request. I know Mark will be posting that again on our socials. But yeah, if you can, we would love it if you guys can do that. That way we can kind of, at one at some level, reconnect with the purity of the park. Okay. Okay. We'll put that out there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, please and thank you. Please and thank you. Yep. Yes. Okay. So we'll get that going. Um, all right. And if you'd like to contribute to the show, again, go to leaventodaypodcast.com, go to the Patreon link, and follow follow the path of what, of what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, also, you can follow it on the link tree on Instagram. That Patreon is there. Uh, leave us a review if you'd so be if you'd be so kind as doing that. Um, Udi, where can people find out more information about you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. The main one, the main vehicle, will be the Instagram. I do get into discussions on that yeah you do you i do. do um and then you can also find me on my other podcast the mando show oh the mandalorian oh the mandalorian um <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that one and and uh i'll say it again we're not like other shows for a couple reasons one we are not a star wars show 
that has a spinoff version with the Mandalorian. We are a Mandalorian show. Our main emphasis is the Mandalorian. And then we go off on how that ties in with the rest of the Star Wars universe. A lot of people do it in reverse. They go, Star Wars universe, here's how the Mandalorian ties in. I'm like, no, here's a Mandalorian universe. This is how Star Wars ties into this. That is a little bit of a twist on it from a certain point of view. Um, and the other thing is we have a Mandalorian. So, yeah. hey, we're, we're, we're 25% pure Mandalorian. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Uh, all right. So and it's a Mando show. It's the Mando show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, Thank you. To send an email to us, send it to info at leaveintodaypodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at leaveintodaypodcast.com. Sorry. Or, yeah. Or it's leaveintodaypodcast. Uh, Facebook is the same. Twitter is the same. Um, yeah. 123 is coming up next. That's going to be the one where we have uh, listeners hopefully send in audio of their kids mm-hmm. talking about the park and what it means to them. Yep. And yeah, so we'll we'll get that going. Um, and again, we, we should have our third wheel back. Yeah, she should be back. Yeah, Extended. never the third wheel, but always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, but um, thank you so much for, for making it through this far with us. Uh, yeah. Again, we want to always present a show for you every two weeks to help uh, give you guys something to look forward to yeah. to help break up your day. Yep. And hopefully, we brought some entertainment to you and some laughter, some frustration. Um, Hopefully you've shared some memories or able to think about stuff as we're talking about stuff. And uh, yeah. if any of that's speaking to you, let us know. Yeah. Uh, we can keep doing it. All right, listeners, we love you. And adventure is out there. We will see you in the parks. See you. Get your Gouda. Somebody take these. How many of these? Mark. No. They're going in the trash. Mark. Your daddy hates me. Mm. Too bad you guys aren't sticking around for tacos like this. (laughs) I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. But you make me hot. (laughs) It's so close I can feel it. (laughs) Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red. Can we do that again?